I know. That's it. You can give a person so much rope. At the while, they'll hang they stuff. Okay. <laughs> you you going to tell me it's a racial slow. I'm black calling another black person a bucky? Listen, I'm just <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Because if you out here doing, like, if you out here just doing dirty, obviously it's going to get back to me at some point. What's done in the dark going to come to the light. Yo, this is Straight Up No Chasing. I'm B. This is Mike. And this is our first episode. Is it right or is it wrong? What's going on, brother? You know, it, it took us a while to get to this place. Man. It took about a good several eight months to get to the point that we want to do this podcast thing. And it wasn't hard. It was a lot of bumping into people unconsciously. Like, literally, I didn't look to bump into nobody. It just right. happened type shit. Right? But uh, I'll just tell you a little bit of why I like 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 podcasts and why I got into podcasts. All my life, people been telling me, like, I got a voice that people can listen to or whatever. And, you know, for me, I just thought I was just, you know, just one of those guys from the South Side that just can just hold a conversation. I ain't really think, like, my words was really, like, moving people, right? Right. So the older I got, I, I started to learn, like, my, my conversations was getting, like, a little bit more, you know, it's the way I can say it a little bit more diverse in a sense. And and people were like really tuning in to me, like really listening to me. So I'm like, man, maybe I should take this podcasting thing serious. But just a little bit about me. I'm uh, 29. I'm from the south side of Chicago. Born and raised 79th Street through 81st, however you want to put it. Um, fourth, The fourth youngest out of uh, five kids. I mean, four kids um, and one child. So, you know, at the end of the day, that's me. What about you, Mike? Uh, my name is Mike. I'm not gonna be that formal. Uh, <laughs> I have been doing podcasting on and off for a minute. This is my first visual podcast. This is the first time I've done it right, which is why it took so long. So I'm happy to be here with B. Okay. And see what we can create. So as I said today, today's show is gonna be about is it right or is it wrong, right? Today, we're going to be talking about a series of things that may be conflicting to the audience. Things that we feel that may be either right or wrong. Right. And I just want to tell y'all a small story. Like I said, when I when I started to actually get into podcasting, I actually was like really like joining podcast groups, you know, trying to network, trying to find like people that's in the same realm as me that want to, you know, take off in this podcast and stuff. And I right. I just so happened popped over to our producer. I, well, I saw our producer, Steve, who's on the boards right now. Saw him on Facebook. You know, some girl asked him a question at the time. And I'm looking at the, you know, comments. I'm like, man, this is actually what I'm looking for. So I actually messaged Steve. It's about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. He responded right away. Right. Right away. So we talked about it. I told him my plans and what I wanted to do with it. Or whatnot. He was he was re- he was very open to like mentoring me and like showing me, letting me shadow the you know shadow his podcast or whatever. And mind you, he's at the time I didn't know where he was from, where he lived. It just so happened he was thirty minutes away, right? Right. So the day I came, I think we probably set something up for like five or six days later. I came and uh, I guess he hadn't had run the shit by everybody yet. <laughs> he ain't ran it by everybody, so. <laughs> Steve, he, he kind of prepped me like before I got here, like, yeah, man, you know, the guys talk about like they want they want to search you and all that stuff. I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, they don't know me from a care to face. So I, I kind of get it why they would do that. Right. Lord behold, that man Zoe, <laughs> that man is okay. Now that strip search me, man. <laughs> Just trying to make sure you ain't got no guns on you. 
And I and I thought that you know I went home that day and I was just crying to myself. I'm like, they really searched me, but I'm like, I could be mad at them. They was right. I was wrong. Like it was no reason why I shouldn't have came up. Like, like if it was the other way around and he came to me, I'd be like, what the fuck this dude though? Like right. he probably tried to rob my ass. So I I feel like they was right about every like how they went about it, they were right. You know, most people would kind of look at that shit like they rolled, but no, nah, they was right 100 percent 100 percent So that's 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 one of the little, little small stories that I like, you know, and I laugh about from time to time. <clears throat> I appreciate you letting letting the search happen. <laughs> so, man, so my question of the day, man, with the is it right or is it wrong? Is it right or wrong for a friend to be for an ex to for you to be friends with an ex that you and you're currently in a relationship? Like, is it all right for you to be friends with that person? I think that depends on the situation and a lot of different variables in there before you can like because i mean like how long did i know shorty like okay let me give you let me give you a a clear example right or let me not let me not say example let me give you a theory uh you just start dating a chick it probably been two months mind you you've dated the ex for maybe five years y'all didn't leave off on bad blood y'all didn't leave off on bad blood it was no turmoil you know y'all just really cool and You've stressed like over the years that you have no desire to ever cross this boundary with this woman, mm-hmm. and she agreed. Hey, I'll never do that either. I think we're just better off as friends. Okay. Blase, blase. But your new chick, she just ain't. She ain't feeling it. Um. Okay. So what? What's your thoughts on that? Like, why is your friendship with the girl so important? <laughs> why is it so important? I just feel like just because you're an ex doesn't mean. I necessarily have to stop talking to you. I don't have to necessarily stop talking to somebody just because they became an ex. If it didn't work, if we if we uh, both mutually agreed to say, "Hey, we don't feel like I don't feel like this is for us," you right. know, and we both agree, like, "Yeah, you're right," you know, let's just you know let's keep it you know strictly platonic. Your girlfriend didn't agree with you. See that's the thing. <laughs> she but, feels different. But this is this is why I'm indifferent about it because me personally, I've dated a girl for five, six years. Granted, it was in my younger years, and I've stressed to her and I've stressed to every girl after that, you know, that I've had that I have no desire to ever cross this boundary with this woman again. You dated the girl for five or six years? Yeah. Like I was with Fine. I was with I was with somebody <laughs> for five, no, uh maybe four or five years I was with her. And um Ultimately, we grew apart, and I told her I, I I would like it that we like actually just be friends. I like it better like this, and I've told her I have no desire to ever cross that boundary, right? But when I start talking to new women, and I and they find out that hey, I'm real cool with one of my exes, they immediately think, oh, y'all still fucking around, y'all doing this, y'all doing that. But I feel like once I tell you, hey, I have no desire, because me. When I'm emotionally detached from you, it ain't shit that can like bring me back to that point. Like I don't care if you're throwing it at me or anything. I'm never gonna do anything with you. And that's just me. But is it is it wrong? Hey, you my man's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Nah. <laughs> you wild. You why, can't why? be you can't be with a person for five or six years. Love like I assume y'all fell in love in that time. All of exactly. that. And then be like. Nah, I'm cool no more. I, I'm cool on that now, short uh, uh, girl. 
to, to your girl, I'm 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 finna be just with you. I don't want nothing with her no more. That was just five or six year, yeah. Uh, growth. I'm just I just like to keep it real. Like if me personally, if I know I'm gonna wind up doing something with this girl, why would I ever tell my girl? Like why would I ever tell her? Like hey, I'm still communicating with my ex, knowing that I still want to do something with her. So I feel like me being a man, I'm coming to you as a man. I said, hey, hey, baby, I got no desire to ever cross that boundary with you again. I mean, cross that boundary with that person ever again. We just real good friends. And it ain't never led to anything outside of that. Now, give me some advice of where you think I should, how I should go about it. I think you should put it in reverse. If your girl come to you and say, look, Tyrone, you know, he used to blow on my back. He used to blow on my back for six years, but Shit. I have no desire to get that blown out no more. Shit. Can I go I kick mean, it with Tyrone? Of course, yes. I, I see both sides of it. I see I see both sides of it at the end of the day, but I feel like you can only give a person so much rope before they hang themselves, right? So if if me telling you, like, hey, I'm never going to do that and you can't trust my word, yeah, I get it. All women, everybody has feelings and and. And how they control it is solely on them. So what I do may not, you know, sit well with them, but I'm at a real hard point. Like, why is that a problem just in general? Like, for whether it's male or female. Like, people have a problem with them, like, just being cool with, like, ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends. I like how you spent that and didn't answer the question. Would What's you the... be cool with her? No, 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 with no, that no. Room? I said, I'm, I understand it. And, so I, and hold on, and let and let's be let's be clear. <laughs> so let's, no. be, let's be let's be clear. We're not being clear. Let's be clear. No. Hold on, wait. I said, let me ask you. Let's be clear. Okay. I'm not getting up going to kick it with her. You just calling her. I don't even call her. Like we may she talk. Call you. Yeah, we may talk every now and then. We may not, we may talk every now and then. So Tyrone right? can call. Every if, now if, and then. Every now and then, if 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 I know for sure it ain't no bullshit going on. How do you know that for sure? That's what I said. If I know, if I know, that's it. You can give a person so much rope at the while they're hanging themselves. Okay. Because if you out here doing like, if you out here just doing dirty, obviously it's going to get back to me at some point. What's done in the dark going to come to the light. So I'm going I'm to believe you. Your trust, your words is your bond with me. You can't tell me something and then fall, like, and fall mm-hmm. back on it after that. No, because like I said, once I detach from you, it's really nothing you can say to me no more. And I feel like, I, I feel like, me being just such a real person, I'd like to be real with everybody. Like no matter what it is, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of those people that like just tell you stuff that you want to hear. I like to have some type of truth behind whatever I say. Right. I used to be like that too. I feel you. <laughs> but, but at the end nah, of the- I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put say shorty numbers dominoes in my phone. I mean, I feel like I I feel like I shouldn't have to do that for the simple fact of I know what I'm doing as a man. Like, like, let's be real, bro. If you, hey, Steve, if you're cheating, if you're cheating, right, would you ever tell your girl, hey, I'm cheating? No. You would never tell her that, right? No. Nah. So if I know I'm not cheating, I'm going to say this woman's name as her name. If I know I'm not doing that, I'm not even going to bring, if I knew deep down inside I'm cheating on this woman, I know I cannot be, I cannot be faithful to this woman. There's no way I'm going to ever tell her anything that I'm doing. I felt like I was being more real about the situation by telling her. You know what the problem is here? You are leaving it up to to the to a woman to believe you. Okay. <laughs> they don't believe us, bro. It's a wrap. We I, tried. 
I feel like when you do the right thing, I, I, Donald's, bro. I feel like also you can't really never please anyone. And sometimes being too real can get you hurt too. You know, I felt like I was being real just by letting her know. Like, I didn't have to tell her that. Me telling you that should have told you something. If I was really doing something, I would have never told you that. That's how I looked at it. But, man, y'all let us know down in comments. Is it wrong? Is it right to ever be friends with an ex after you are currently moved on in a relationship? After being with him for five or six years. After being with him for five or six years. Ladies, tell him how wrong he is. Another stir up, another stir up in today's media, you know. I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but Diddy just recently released that he uh, gave some, well, all of his artists back their publishing rights. Yep, and this follows an explosive claim in 2020 made by Mace in which he says he made Combs a $2 million offer to regain ownership of his publishing rights. The offer was declined by Diddy at the time. Uh, He said, uh, your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely starved your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain that icon award on the iconic bad boy label. For example, you still got my publishing from 24 years ago in which you gave me $20,000, which makes me never want to work with you as any artist wouldn't. This is not black excellence at all. Give it up for Black Siri. Oh, my God. I mean, if we really if we if we really just doing what right is right, wrong is wrong. uh, Is it wrong that he held on to them publishers for over 30 years? I mean. Or is it right that he gave it back? <laughs> there, at some point, there's like right. I can see right on both sides. I think he's right for giving it back, right? But I think he was also right for handling business the way he saw fit, and they signed at that time bogus period. contracts. Yeah, that allowed for him to own their stuff for that long. Me, me personally. I would have my question would be to him is why did you hold on to it for so long? Like did these rights, did these publishing rights make you X amount of dollars so now you feel hey, is you comfortable with giving it back to him now? Uh yeah. I feel like if 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 you really for the best interest of your label, your artists, people that you develop, if you're really in the best interest, and this is where people gotta wake up at. If you know you got a real talent, this is a quick way to sell yourself short. And you look at a lot of these artists like Chance the Rapper and all these people who didn't sign like Dolph. They didn't sign into these record labels mm-hmm. because they knew they worth they they're worth at the end of the day. I feel like back in the day they were getting signed was like obviously it was the hitting easy a lottery way out of the hood. Obviously hitting a lottery and shit. You know you can get you some money, but I feel like if you stood your ground and you knew what your worth was, you would have actually read the contract and said, "Hey, this ain't no good look." 20 years from now. This ain't right. And, you know. You gotta, How hard is it for a young black poor kid yeah. to see a $20,000 check? Yeah, yeah, man. That's a lot of money back, back. Especially back then. That was a lot of money. You know, hey, I got 20000 for you. You know, these labels already looking t- 10, 15 years down the line. Oh, this this going to make us some money. You know, let's throw them this little hush money. Because they're a business. Right. Take the emotions out of business. Mm-hmm. Stop walking yeah. into these labels thinking they have your best interest at heart. They do not. They have their best interest at right. heart I, I because give, they are a business. I give you a perfect example. As you should for yourself. I give you a perfect example. The guy from uh, that played Jackson 5 was Michael Jackson. What was his name? What? 
the guy. Oh, okay. I know. You know, the movie, Michael, you know, the, the, Jason the Jackson Weaver. 5. Jason Weaver. Yeah, Jason Weaver. Uh, he's the voice of Symbol, right? For Lion King. Right. Uh, I know the story you're talking about. Yeah, at the time, obviously, and don't and quote me if I'm wrong, uh, they tried to give him a million dollars, like pay him out a million dollars, right? But, yeah, or but, two. He said yeah. one or two, yeah. But his mama like, no, <laughs> this movie finna be iconic. We finna just take that. And now he has royalties for the rest of his life right. based on that movie. So had he took that two million right out the door, he probably would have did it had his mama not been there. You know, because yeah, that's sure. a lot of money, like you say. Right. Twenty thousand dollars would probably be like two million. That two million probably look like twenty to them, you know. So that's one of them. That's one of the ways of you know not getting fucked over. At the end of the day, you having somebody in your corner looking at shit years down the line, mm-hmm. you know. And like you say, I think that was just quick way out the hood, you know. Yeah. But I feel like now I'm glad that he gave them their rights back. At least they can start making some money off of it, you know. Yeah, because they was only getting a small percentage off their own work, right? They did shows and stuff like that. You ever went? You ever went into like a Steve? This is for you. You ever went into like a bad contract signing, or you know, did a contract you wish he hadn't signed? Uh, yeah, my yeah. first freelance gig ever. I got paid ten dollars to write four thousand words. <laughs> took me but three that, days. Ten dollars. But, but that's God. <laughs> yeah, but I got finessed. I was eighteen years old. I was twenty years old when it happened. So that was, but that was business. So they gave you a Shug Knight contract. (laughs) (laughs) got a Shug Knight contract. (laughs) Okay. All right. How we doing on time? Okay. All right. So is it right? Is it wrong, man? Everybody know about Krishan Rock and Blueface. The only couple that's like publicly beating each other ass so people can see it and they get an enjoyment. I was just about to say, before you even finish it, it's wrong. <laughs> if it's with them, it's wrong. Yeah. I'm sure. I me personally, if 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 I was any relation to either one of those people, I would definitely speak to them in a manner where they would not like it because at the end of the day, you don't want to be wrapped up in no type of domestic divi- domestic divi- domestic violence, period. But anywho, uh, Krishan Rock just recently uh, gave birth to her son. I don't know the child's name, but anywho, uh, Krishan named name the baby after her. <laughs> and Blueface had a lot to say about it. Um, he basically said the, the name wasn't thought out. <laughs> she said she pushed the baby out and said, oh, neither was the pregnancy. <laughs> he said, he said, <laughs> He said in comments, she didn't even think about the name. She had the baby. They said, what's the baby name? Krishan Rock. <laughs> but is it right or is it wrong, right? I don't feel like she's wrong for naming her son Krishan Rock because obviously it's a unisex name. And who whoever said that you can't be a junior, you know, after the mother? Whoever said that, right? I think, I think it's wrong. You feel, I also think it's wrong. You feel like it's wrong because, like, he didn't get the opportunity to name or no. what? I think I think a father should be able to name, you know, participate in naming the child. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I don't. I just feel like I don't feel feel like it's wrong for her naming the child after herself. Um, me personally, you know, all women damn near, at least in the black community, <laughs> damn near naming the, naming the child, right? Yeah. More than more than often, men have no say so behind that, right? right? I did though. Yeah, I, I did too. So, but but more. We we were actually lucky lucky two people that probably got to say so in that. But more than some black people are gonna name the child. 
the women are going to name the child. So that's why I didn't really take it to heart. But unless you're there, he stressed out the whole pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got, I just feel like he just got too much shit going on. Like he running back and forth with his other baby mama. He got her tied in it. I think this is, I think this will be the change in her. Like this is what's going to wake her up and make her start taking life a lot more <laughs> yeah, serious. If I hear one more person say that, this is having a baby. It changes. Not, it changes you. Having a baby motivates you to change. It changes you. It doesn't change you. I feel like it, it motivates you to change. You have to and, put in the work to change. Right. And once Krishan does not want to be better, she has not put in any effort to be better. Why? Because are, she's are we young. Just, are we just strictly and she's traumatized? Are, and she got a lot going on. Are we just strictly going off of what we see in the limelight? Because we don't know if she's actually trying to change behind closed doors or when the cameras are not feeling. We don't we don't hear these conversations. We don't see these things. She may be getting treatment or you she know, may be, to, she may not be. We don't know either side of it. We're but, going off what we see. Yeah, so what, what we I see, see it looks like destruction. So when it let's just say in the in the next six or seven months you see a whole different person. She not out on social media wilding and, you know, doing all this extra shit, you know. I think me personally, this is what's gonna wake her up and because now she has something to live for. That's what people said about Jocelyn. And Jocelyn continued to break faces and yeah, backs yeah, yeah. And I mean, WWE some people, some people slam just, chicks into Some people conquer. just stuck in their ways and, and they do a lot of shit for a check, you know. I I really can't really speak on that. Oh, you mean the one that did the reality show on Zeus? Get yeah. beaten up every yeah. episode and, and crying about and, it? And and and, and, <laughs> and this is what I dislike. We have to be honest about these people, man. This is what I dislike about these black media television shows but i'm gonna say it in another clip is it right hold on is it right or is it wrong right erica Mena and spice the jamaican dial they get into an altercation and uh someone was called a blue face monkey or oh, i'm not a blue face monkey a blue monkey and uh erica Mena received a lot of backlash for that and also got fired in the process from her love and hip-hop cast but here's a small clip of uh, just hilarious <laughs> reacting to the clip. Erica Mena fired from Love & Hip Hop for calling Spice a blue monkey after making comments about her son. This round, baby, every time they get into it with Erica Mena, they always bring that That's the only thing they can say about her is this, her, something about her son. That's what's up. What's wrong with her son? It don't matter what's wrong with him. Don't bring him up. Like Spice said, your son don't like you. And I can't call you a monkey. I don't think Erica Mena was using it as a racial slur. Maybe Spice looked like a monkey to her. Look. Tell me, Ash don't like me. Whatever the fuck you look like. <laughs> I love Jess. I hey, love hey, you know it's funny. And when I looked at that, I didn't take it as if she was making a racial slur, right? And um, like like we talked about, once you start bringing up kids, <coughs> hey, nothing off limits. It is nothing you can say. That's just like if you had an autistic uh, autistic child, and every time somebody got into it with you they brought up your autistic child what you gonna do Punch you, him okay you did, ain't nothing everything is off ain't nothing off limits at but this i point. wouldn't have called him a monkey man you'd have been called worse than that this is the thing this people is, have been called worse than that this is my only thing with this <clears throat> sure she said something about a kid spice also has kids that are not with her and also not being exposed to the limelight and also have Feelings about not being with her. Why not just talk about her kids back? Why do we have to but, refer to monkey? But it, how, it's because of her skin tone. But it is because of how, her look. 
But and how that you is, can't tell me that is fucked up. You can't tell me how to receive backlash and dish it. You can't tell me that. No, I can't. But I can call you. You can't. It's it's an off, asshole afterwards it's if off, you say something. Ain't nothing that's off up. limits. Once you say something about a child, it's nothing you can. I can say whatever. I'm hitting below the belt at this point. No. Like you bringing up this woman's this woman's mm-hmm. son that doesn't want to be in the limelight. Why? You gonna tell me to my face on public TV? You been wanting to say that. You been waiting to say that. Nobody's nobody's advocating for spice. I'm not. Like she but, wilded out, bro. But she looks like a fucking monkey respond. with blue hair. What does a monkey mean? <laughs> so we need a Steve. Get on it. We need a a bee beeper bleeper. Hey, wh- hey, hold on. Wait, so wait. We can't wait. get canceled. Wait, wait, we, we wait. Protect, wait. We love you and wait. we want protection. Wait, wait. It's not a racial slur. Just because you look like a monkey don't mean it's a racial slur. You know what I mean? You you gonna tell me it's a racial slur? I'm black calling another black person a monkey. Listen, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you anymore on this topic. Wait, wait, I'm on it, bro. Wait, hey, hold on. I'm making a racial slur towards a black person, and I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> make it make sense. But anywho, obviously, what I didn't like about and what I was going to say versus on the last clip is that these networks, these TV shows are making money off us making fools of ourselves, right? They're getting paid for this. They recorded this. This is not a live TV show. They recorded this, went back and watched it, said, hey, this will be a good clip, aired it, got backlash from it, and and fired the woman for for the TV show getting the backlash. That's what I was about to say. They full of shit. They are full of it for firing her because y'all don't really care. I haven't seen people say worse stuff. That's what I'm y'all saying. Talk about people, kids on it, here all it, day. It, it only it only comes becomes a problem when backlash and the money start getting hit. That's go. when we, let's look at Caesar, Black Ink Crew, Black Ink Crew, uh, New York. He started beating a dog. Oh, oh, we gotta cancel him. But people been fighting on this TV show for damn near eight nine seasons. Damn, they're about to kill themselves. Black people just making fools of themselves. But the moment he hit a dog, it's animal cruelty, <laughs> and now we gotta cancel him. But doesn't that speak to what type of value we place on ourselves? <laughs> Come on, man. Like, like when are we going to wake up? I feel like I'm looking at love and hip-hop in a whole different light. I used to love this shit. I used to watch this shit like a little mama, bro. Get ready. Get like a little jump, mama. Jump up and throw. <laughs> I used to run home. I ain't going to say run home. I used to get home like, man, I got to get I got to go watch my love and hip-hop. Jump up in the bed, watch this shit. And really, we just making a fool of ourselves, bro. Like, we making a Like, when are we as the cast, as the art, like, bro, y'all... Airing y'all personal business out for money. Why? It's easy to market. Why? Right. And they not really winning. No. The the companies are, the networks are, they making money off y'all making a fool of y'all. So let's just be honest, man. It's the modern minstrel show, you know? Man, you know, mm-hmm. you, and, and like you say, now you can get counsel for anything. Was was it wrong to to bring up her son? Yes. Was it wrong for her to say that? Was it wrong for Erica Menning to say that? Yes. She shouldn't have did that. But at the end of the day, like I said, when you start bringing up people's kids, you saw how she flipped that table. That hit a nerve, bro. That hit a nerve. I didn't see it because I don't watch it. So you... Yeah, she flipped, the problem, she flipped the table. That's how That's how you know it hit a nerve. If, if it didn't hit a nerve, she would have never flipped that table. But yeah. Well, before we leave that, I also want to state that thinking about what you just said... These are also ran by black people. Mm-hmm. Mona Scott Young is yeah. black. Mm-hmm. The owner yeah. of Zeus is black. The corporate. The corporate. Mm, mm, mm. All right. 
<laughs> if anybody watched sports in today's uh in today's media, you will all know these two people. Skip Bay, I mean these three people, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, and Stephen A. Smith. S- Stephen A. Smith has now recruited Shannon Sharp onto uh First Take, I believe. That's the name of this TV show now. He was uh Shannon Sharp was originally with uh, Skip Bayless on Undisputed until the falling out of... Until Skip fumbled the bag. Skip fumbled the bag, was saying stuff he shouldn't have been... Yeah, he's saying stuff he shouldn't have been saying, and he kind of pushed Shannon uh, Shannon Sharp to, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, leave his show. Uh, But now he's on uh, first take with Stephen A. Smith, and uh, Shannon Sharp just can't seem to get Skip out of his mind. Because if you think about it, the Lions were picked to win that division, Skip. This, oh, Skip, so much. You know I'm it's sorry. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Stephen A. Right. You know what, Skip? Skip. It's okay. It's okay. It's been seven years. Stephen A. Right, I got you. Yes, because if you think about it, the Lions were picked to win that division, Skip. This, oh, Skip, so much. You know what? I'm it's sorry. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Stephen A. It was so okay. You know what, Skip? Skip has beat this man in his dreams. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did laugh very hard. He couldn't get Skip name out his mind, boy. I don't know if he just missed Skip Bayless or what, but God damn, Shannon Sharp, you couldn't get that shit out for nothing. Well, he was with him for five, six years. Like he, he was with your girl. He said, he said, yeah, facts. He, <laughs> it, was he was he right or wrong for like <laughs> this constantly calling him Skip? I feel like I feel like it was wrong as hell, man. You knew what you was doing. Well, he probably did. He was honestly just saying. Just saying, skip because, yeah, like, man, he say, he been right. saying he the shit. Even though that was that white man all them years. Hey, that he, man, my boy, say, he say, man, I get it, I get it. That man put a name tag on, said Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, man, oppression ain't overcome overnight. <laughs> oh my God, have y'all ever been in a situation where somebody just kept calling you the wrong name? <laughs> Bro, my whole life. <laughs> My whole life. What my uncles didn't call me my brother's uh, names, <laughs> my uncle, my cousin's names. It was never my name, though. Hey, you, you know, something that used to piss me off, like, you know, my name is Brandon. Most people would call me Brandon. They would always spell my name wrong, too, you know, and that still happens to this day. It's like, now nah, I don't even give a damn, you know. Because honestly, Brendan's, y'all kind of trash for that. Because why would y'all what? do that? Because right we, we different? Fire. How you know Brandon won first? Brandon was With fire. With the knee. I don't know, but it was fire. Uh, you could spell Michael two different ways. You just replace the A and E. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You could pra- replace. No, you can't replace no E and O. Sorry. Oh, man, is it wrong? Or is it right? Now, if you finna laugh at what I think you finna <laughs> laugh at. Okay. Hey, man. If you've been following up with rap today, you know that Young Thug is in some type of bullshit Rico case. And, uh, you know, obviously some people jump ship already, but. This one member who can't seem to jump ship is, you know, pleading insanity right now. Let's look at him. I'll deal with that accordingly, but your client, I noticed, has been doing the same behavior, and I believe Judge Adams inquired into it as well. So I don't believe that he may be doing just for the purposes of just drawing attention to himself. But, um, if I'll, I'll, of course, sir, as you are well aware, I'm duty-bound to consider whatever it is you want to tell me. But... Your client's nodded in affirmance. He just has some extra movements that the court is noticing. And he's done that the entirety of this particular proceeding. So um, you haven't said anything up to this point in time. So I'm going to assume that, um, that that's something that you and he are working through. 
You say what? Y'all ever seen Breaking the movie? Nah, I don't. Y'all never seen Breaking the nah. Break Dance movie? I have. Hey, <laughs> hey, and show, like. and show me the words that judge said. You can stop the bullshit. <laughs> I don't believe nothing you over that door. When you know you getting slammed, you got to pull shit like this, bro. You got to pull and set it. Because once you get charged, bro, it's never coming home. Bro. You over with. You dead, bro. This man and that bitch acting crazy. He ain't not doing like, oh, my God. Like, I'm pleading insanity. Like, And the lawyer, he like, he like, by you not saying nothing to him, that lets me know right there that this shit is staged. <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well go ahead and cut that shit but out. what is the thought there? Like, Was he wrong? Oh, yeah. Was he wrong for trying to pull that? I would have pulled the same shit if I know I'm facing 30, 40 years, man, with a conviction rate of 90% on a Rico. But what you thought that was going to do? Hey, man, you he know. Thought he, 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 he thought he was going to be impressed. Like, hey, he thought he was going to get a lighter sentence and going to the crazy home. But for, hey, he said, hell no. Nah, uh-uh. I can see you have uncontrollable breakdancing. Going <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, he was not wrong because I'd have definitely put that shit my damn self. And I ain't even going to lie to you. If I know I've been in here damn near a year now, man, I got to think of something. Lawyer probably told him back room, hey, man, I I'm tried all I can try. They, they slamming y'all, man. All you can do now is try to figure out how to get your ass up out of here on the lighter sentence. That's all you can do. But that's crazy though. But when it comes to I imagine it, being the person then, killed by him, man, you <laughs> <laughs> out there, man, feel like this nigga. Hey, but just imagine, like, if you ever got caught caught up with a Rico charge, like, what would be your first phone call home? Like, how would you explain, like, like to whoever you calling? Like, who would you call first? I would call my mama. She owes as hell. So first, I had to spend five minutes explaining who Rico is and why. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'm calling. Hey, me personally, obviously everybody want to call a parent, but honestly, if I'm here with a Rico, it's really nothing nobody can do for you. There's nothing nobody can do for you. The only phone call you should be calling is calling a lawyer. That's the only person you should be calling. I'm not calling no family because there's nothing they can do. If they they, if they ain't gave me no bond, if they ain't gave me no bond. The call I'm calling. What, what, where are you gonna get the lawyer number from? Um, just same how you get a a, a defense attorney, a public defender. Uh, Google is how I would do it. You can't do that if you're in prison. So how would you do it? You definitely can, cause they people in prison are have way more accessi- uh, uh necessities than people in jail. <laughs> Let's just get that started first. People in prison, but you don't get to prison until you go to jail first. Okay, <laughs> but. So how you get it? You get it from somebody I in mean, there? you got to call somebody that ain't been there. I ain't been there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to call somebody. But anywho, that's my like real take on is it wrong or is it right? Obviously, if we just want to recant, recap back to the beginning, um, is it right or wrong to be friends with an ex when you're currently in a relationship? No, I don't feel like I'm wrong. I feel like I am entitled to be, oh, I am entitled to talk to whoever I want to talk to. Yes, I will consider your feelings and watch how I contact or connect with this person. But as far as you just telling me to just cut somebody off just because they are next and I didn't have no problem with them, I can't do it, bro. I mean, I will deem some boundaries, but I'm not cutting off nobody that I don't have bad term oil with just to satisfy your feelings. That's why I'm single. 
I don't have to answer to nobody. I'm friends with who I want to be friends with. Tenfold. <laughs> hey, this is straight up. <laughs> this is straight up, though, Chase on B. I might. And we'll get at y'all on the next one. Let's go.